Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Season 6 of Creepypasta Myths. I am your host, Andrew. Please, enjoy tonight's creepy reading. Let's begin. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. An Old Man's Last Secret, written by Tobias Wade. My grandfather was 95 years old and not long for this world. There was nothing but a mess of tubes and wires to tether him here with us. It was difficult for him to speak, but each rasping whisper carried a severe weight that could not be interrupted. My family didn't talk about things like death, though. So whenever I visited him with my dad, we tended to spend most of the time sitting in near silence. What a newsweek, huh? My dad might have said. Mm. Grandfather would have grunted. Crazy world. Then silence again. Small talk seemed almost disrespectful to the gravity of the situation, but no one wanted to be the first to broach the irrevocable goodbye. When the silence got too loud, my dad would start to fidget with his phone or pull out a book until one of us made an excuse to leave. That's how it went yesterday, with my father mumbling something about a dentist appointment and hurrying out the door almost as soon as we arrived. You'll stay. You'll stay though, won't you? My grandfather said when we were alone in the room together. You'll... you'll listen to an old man's last secret. That was it then. The end of the road was in sight. Would you like me to call Dad back? I asked. Grandfather shook his head, as far as the oxygen tube would allow it to turn. I'd rather... he didn't know. I already knew some of the story that he told me. It began with my grandfather. He was 20 years old, living in Nazi Germany. He'd been working forced labor on a farm but managed to smuggle my grandmother and an infant father out of the country, hidden in a grain shipment. He'd been caught almost immediately and sent to the concentration camp at Buchenwald, where he endured the next two years until he was liberated by Allied forces. You you don't have to tell me what happened there if you don't want to, I told him. I wasn't sure I wanted to hear the gruesome details. He was unusually animated and persistent, though, promising me... It was something that needed to be said. 
he wouldn't have survived the ordeal if it hadn't been for a friend he met there. One of the Nazi officers, a Rottenfuhrer squad leader, had taken a special interest in him because of their striking similarity in age and appearance. The two would sit on either side of a barbed wire fence and swap stories about their childhoods. My grandfather would talk about my grandmother, how beautiful she was, and how he would never give up until he found her again. The SS officer had gone straight from the Hitler Youth Group to the army and had never been intimate with a woman. He became enraptured in grandfather's tales of romance, and the two became close friends despite the circumstances. The officer twice spared my grandfather's name from work assignments that meant certain death, and he'd often slip extra rations through the fence, which my grandfather would then distribute to other prisoners. It wasn't a good life, but it was life, and that was good. Grandfather said. Things changed as the war began drawing to a close. The Nazi officers became increasingly paranoid and desperate as the Allied forces moved in. It became common practice for lower-ranking officers to be held as scapegoats when impossible work orders were not met. Besides that, the rumor that the Rottenfuhrer was protecting my grandfather put him in a dire position with his own officers. Faced between protecting my grandfather and his own hide, the Rottenfuhrer signed the order for my grandfather to be sent to a nearby armaments factory. 18-hour workdays, starvation rations, no medical attention. The factory might as well have been a death sentence. The three-month survival rate was less than 50%. In the name of love, my grandfather pleaded, let him survive to find his sweetheart again. She was waiting for him in America. The Rattenfuhrer was moved, but his decision was final. His only compromise was to record the address of where she went, promising to send her a letter to let her know what happened to him. So how did you survive? I asked. Did he change his mind? Were you rescued from the factory? Shielded from the worst of the camp by the Rattenfuhrer, the transition to the factory proved too, too difficult for the young farmer. He didn't last the first week. What do you mean, didn't last? How'd you get out? The exertion of the long story was taking a toll on my grandfather. He coughed and wheezed, struggling to draw breath for several seconds before clearing his throat a final time. On April 11th, 1945, the Buchenwald camp was liberated. Many of the Nazis had already abandoned their positions and fled into the country. Others decided to lock themselves inside, pretending to be prisoners themselves, so the Allied forces would have mercy on them. This was especially convincing for those who had taken the time to get to know the prisoners who had come and could assume their identities. When an SS officer gave the information and the address to his lost love, he was allowed to board the next transport ship returning to America to be reunited with her. The gears in my head were turning, turning, and then stopped. Your grandmother was suspicious at first when I met her, but she accepted that the war had changed me. Besides, I knew so many stories about her that she couldn't deny our shared history. I raised his boy as my own, 
and live the life he dreamt of every night until his death. Do you think your real grandfather would forgive me if he knew? I didn't have any answer for him then, and I didn't get another chance. He died in his sleep that night after a long and happy life that wasn't his. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen to. If you haven't done so yet, please do a review. It helps me out. Everything that I use is in the description below. Thank you again for listening to Creepypasta Myths. I'll see you guys next week with a brand new episode.